Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. It's Tuesday, August 9th, and we're the podcast that updates whenever there's news. All day, every weekday. Here's the latest. Donald Trump says the FBI searched Mar-a-Lago, his Florida residence, last night and, quote, even broke into my safe. Reports say the search may have been related to whether Trump took classified documents with him when he left the White House. Trump was apparently in New York at the time of the raid and released a statement saying the search was, quote, prosecutorial misconduct. The White House says it only learned of the search through the media. The FBI's search at Mar-a-Lago raises questions about what exactly is in the 15 boxes Donald Trump took with him when he left the White House. According to the Washington Post, some of the documents are so highly classified, they can't even be described in public. We'll learn more, or at least all they'll be able to tell us, later this week on Friday, courtesy of the National Archives and Records Administration. It's still raining in Seoul, South Korea. The city has been flooded with the heaviest rains in 80 years, turning some roads into knee-deep rivers. 17 inches of rain have fallen with as much as five and a half inches an hour at one point. At least nine people have died in the flooding and six more are missing. Neighboring North Korea was also hit hard and the country made things worse for South Korea by releasing floodwaters across the border without warning. Snap, you know, the company behind Snapchat, is reported to be planning layoffs. That's according to The Verge, which spoke to two people familiar with the matter. No word on how many of the company's 6,000 employees might be let go, but the company has been struggling lately. In the five years it's been public, it's only reported profit in one quarter. And Apple's anti-tracking feature has made targeted ads much more difficult for the company. Here's some potentially good news for anyone worried about getting Lyme disease. Pfizer and French biotech company Valneva are starting a late-stage clinical trial for a vaccine for humans. It's the first in two decades. The number of people contracting Lyme has been skyrocketing. Thanks to climate change, ticks that carry the illness are now in all 50 states, and the CDC says about half a million Americans are treated for Lyme each year. Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens. So check back whenever you want to know the latest. We have a question for you. Does work feel especially tough this summer? Are you struggling to get your work done while battling the summer slog? If so, tell us about it. Send us a voice memo at therefreshatinsider.com. You could be featured on the show and get expert career advice from Insider's Rebecca Knight. Coming up, we have a little fun with a new game called Who Wrote What? Taiwan has begun live-fire military drills, apparently in an effort to show it's ready in the event of an attack from China. Taiwan's foreign minister, Joseph Wu, said at a press conference, When they are trying to scare us, the best way to deal with it is that we are not scared by China. China has been running large-scale exercises like missile launches and cyber attacks since Nancy Pelosi's visit last week. Pelosi has weirdly become something like the 2022 version of Helen of Troy, the face that launched a thousand ships. 
Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is openly against gun restrictions, and yet DeSantis is banning people from bringing firearms to his in-person events, including Republican rallies he's headlining in Arizona, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. This is coming from a guy who believes gun-free zones are less safe. WhatsApp used to give you a one-hour grace period if you accidentally sent a message you want to delete, but the company is changing that policy. Now you have two days if you want to delete messages from WhatsApp, you know, in case you send something to your grandma that was meant for your significant other. Not that that's happened to me or anything. Love you, grandma, but not like that. The U.S. has returned 30 looted cultural artifacts to Cambodia. At a ceremony in New York on Monday, the Cambodian ambassador to the United States, Kio Chea, told the AP, Returning this artifact is like returning our pride, returning our soul back to our peoples. All the works of art, including a 10th century Khmer sculptural masterpiece, had been trafficked during decades of civil unrest in the country. Have you heard about the new electric car rebates in the Inflation Reduction Act and thought, oh, maybe now's the time? Well, it's possible no EV currently sold in the U.S. will qualify. That's how Ars Technica reads the bill anyway. It reports the credits depend on where a car's battery is sourced and built. Too much lithium or battery assembly outside of North America, and the car doesn't qualify. Car makers are rushing to build more battery plants in the U.S., but until they do, those tax credits will depend on how the DOT interprets the law. Here at The Refresh, we like to bring some joy back into this relentless new cycle. And today we're going to do that with a new-ish game. And our producer is back to help us play. Welcome, Frank. Hello. Uh, so we're going to start off with some good news here. Last time we played, this game was nameless, but now we finally have a title for it. Okay. Drum roll, please. <laughs> it's Who Wrote What? Hey. Make sure the emphasis is on that what. It's who wrote what? <laughs> Perfect. So remind our listeners how to play this game. Who wrote what? Uh, listen carefully because we switched up the rules just a little bit this time. I'm going to read you an excerpt from a newsworthy person's memoir or biography. And the two of you will have 20 seconds to guess who it's from. Mm -hmm. But the trick is you have to work together to agree on one person. If you don't get it right, then I'll give you two more clues. After I read out those final clues, you'll have another 20 seconds to come up with your final agreed-upon answer. If you're both right, you both win. But if you're not, then I win. All right. Well, are you ready, Rebecca? Teammate? <sighs> I am ready, Dave. The first quote is about someone's childhood in the 1950s. It goes, I was enchanted by the idea of shitting like a cowboy. I did my business and took care of the cleanup as my older brother had suggested carefully wiping my ass with big handfuls of shiny green leaves. These turned out to be poison ivy. Two days later, I was bright red from the backs of my knees to my shoulder blades. My penis was spared, but my testicles <laughs> turned into spotlights. Okay, 20 seconds on the clock. Go. Okay, Dave, who's been in the news recently that's kind of cowboyish? I, I was on vacation last week. I have no idea who's in the news. Anthony Hopkins? <laughs> <laughs> You're at 10 seconds. This is wild. This is a, a person who wants to be a cowboy, wipe themselves with leaves. Okay, Frank, we need clues. Okay, uh, this person has a way with words, as you can tell, because they're a writer. They've written a pretty well-known book on writing. And here's one of the last quotes from that book. 
I was drinking a case of 16-ounce Tallboys a night, and there's one novel that I barely remember writing at all. I don't say that with pride or shame, only with a vague sense of sorrow and loss. Okay, you have 20 more seconds. Ready, set, go. Stephen King, has he been in the news recently? Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Frank. Please tell us that that is the case. You both are correct. It is Let's go. Stephen King. One point for you guys. Uh, the 75-year-old, as Rebecca said, jumped back into the news last week when he testified for the government in a federal antitrust case against Penguin Random House's acquisition of Simon & Schuster. Okay, so I have another one for you guys. This is another person who is often in the news. They're famous for disrupting an entire industry. And this is a quote from their book. Uh, In my first few years as CEO, I managed the technology well, but I was still pretty miserable at the people part of leadership. I was conflict avoidant. 20 seconds on the clock. Go. I mean, Dave, a tech CEO who doesn't know how to deal or interact with other humans, like that could be literally anyone. Yeah, pick one, (laughs) any person in Silicon Valley and this could apply to them. I know. My first thought was like Tim Cook because... But he's, has he been in the news lately? I have no idea. Exactly. I was out last week. <laughs> you have 10 seconds. You must agree on something in 10. Ah! Oh, no. Rebecca, what was in the news last week? What happened in I tech? Mean, uh, Mark Zuckerberg is always in the news. Should we seconds. just say Mark Zuckerberg? Let's now? just say Mark Zuckerberg so we have an answer for, just an answer, for Frank. Yes. Okay, so you're locking in Mark Zuckerberg. You guys are wrong. What? You have two more hints. Ready? Okay. This person became one of the richest people in the world after starting their company in 1997. And here is one more excerpt from their memoir. In the 1990s, I liked to rent VHS videos from the blockbuster down the street from my house. I'd take two or three at a time and return them quickly to avoid late fees. 20 seconds on the clock. Go. I'm completely at a loss. Yeah, 1997, I think, is probably Google. It may have been the Google founding around that time. You have 10 seconds again. Oh, boy. Rebecca, help! Remind me to never pick you as a team member of trivia, Dave, because this is just terrible. My plan is working. You guys are turning against each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you have to lock in an answer now. Pick, pick one, Dave. It's it's not Sergey Brin, because I don't think he was ever CEO of Google. But let's just say Sergey Brin. You guys have lost this oh. round. It is Netflix CEO Reed Hastings. Rebecca, where were you? <laughs> so he founded the company back in 1997 after getting fed up with blockbuster late fees. A couple of weeks ago, Hastings reported Netflix didn't lose as many subscribers as the company predicted in the second quarter. Uh, Stranger Things' fourth season has been immensely popular and lucrative for the streaming service. And can you guys guess who is a big fan of the show? Stephen King? That's right. Stephen King has been a big fan of the series. Oh, also his books are like mentioned throughout the whole show. Yep. And that means we're tied and we're out of time. So we'll see who comes out on top next time. Well, thank you for playing Who Wrote What? (laughs) And can we now please play (laughs) Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill from this season of Stranger Things? Truly my pleasure. (laughs) 
Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. Talk to you soon. Bye.